This is Rocky Patel. This is Armand Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son You thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time. For the Cigar Authority. August 30th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, we're going to be lighting up some new cigars just hitting the shelves. And Barry's going to tell us all about them and other cigars hitting the shelves. And we all know that social media is getting a lot of attention around the world and in the cigar world. Well, the but, list you just gave is just yeah, says it all. But some people are faking it. They're not as they appear. And Barry has a report on fake friends. It's pretty interesting. And we got news from the asylum. Old Fart Freddy is in the aging room. And gentlemen, Chuck Morrison is back. Hallelujah. And he'll get Debonair with us. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. Well, you have to look where you were? I, I did it. I had to <laughs> yeah. double-check, making sure. I had a rough night last we night. You moved the set around a little bit to the other corner, and yeah. you're lost. It's all confusing. Don't know where I am. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We, we insist. insist. We demand that you light up along with us. We're can, lighting up. We're not faking it. We're going to light these it. damn things. We're honestly smoking. Yes. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast most of the time, on demand, <laughs> or simply find us on YouTube, which is still pretty good, or iTunes, where you can set it and forget it on both. All right, we're going to take a cigar, pass one down. We got Chuck all the way in the corner there. Take one down. We are going to light up a cigar. This is Aging Room, bin number one, and maybe the largest cigar band in the free world. <laughs> well, they, they do have the number one cigar in the free world. They do. So, uh, yeah, this is Aging Room, bin number one. And um, we are going to light and cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And this looks excellent, that's for sure. Going to give this a little cut. And uh, a little pre-taste. Mm. We'll see what it tastes like before we light it. It has a nice draw. The little amount you can see of this because the band is nice. Now, there's a little trick to the cigar. You can slide this band down. Bum, 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 bum. Those that are watching on the video feed of it, you can slide this giant band down. And underneath it, because this band wasn't big enough, you take it off, and there's a regular size band underneath so we can... Uh, 
have a regular size band. It's a sleeve. It's covering it. But I want to look at the, the wrapper on it and see how beautiful it is. Oh, it Aesthetically, is. it's flawless. It looks really nice. Uh, we're Interesting lo- how they name their cigars in, uh, at, at the Aging Room uh, factory is what they're doing with the cigar or when it's, when it's picked, what blend – all has to do with what happens at the factory. So this is called bin number one because the tobacco was aging in bin number one. So that's it. How simple that can be. That's the name of the cigar. All right. We have a vertical lighter. We're going to torch this thing up with. What do we have? We have the slider. It's got an onboard bullet cutter that flips out. You'll notice that it flips out a little bit past vertical so that if you had a big ring gauge cigar, you're not jamming the cigar into the lighter. You've got a little extra space there to create the, uh, the cut how much would you guess? Uh, I'm going to go with seventy nine ninety nine, eighty 80 you would, bucks. You would be wrong. Twenty nine, twenty nine, ninety nine. Unheard of. Triple jet. There is no, uh, there is no better buy in the cigar industry, in the lighter industry, as Vertigo. I don't know how they do it, but no, uh, there are there are competitor lighters that look almost identical to this that are ninety nine dollars. I thought I was going low at seventy nine because yeah. I know their pricing is so good, but there is a there is a competitor lighter that is almost identical that retails for a hundred bucks. And these these um, double you got spaces. vents on both sides yeah. just to make sure that you get plenty of airflow because you're going to end up covering one up and the lighter will still light. Plenty of when you airflow cover it up. to get it because it needs air as it goes. So beautiful lighter. There we go, uh, Barry Stein. What do we know about this um, aging room? Bin number one. So today's cigar is the latest cigar from Rafael Nodal. It's the Aging Room Bin number one, distributed by Boutique Brands. The tobacco is grown at Tabacalera La Palma under the watchful eye of Hochi Blanco in the Sabal Valley of Dominican Republic. The tobacco used in the binder and filler was grown in 1997, 1998, and 1999. While the wrapper is Habano grown in Ecuador. Comes in three sizes, and each one has a musical reference, which is a homage to the passion of Rafael Nodal. You have the B minor, which comes at six and one eighths by fifty-two. Which is what we're smoking here. The C major, which is five and a quarter by fifty-four, and the C minor, which is six and a quarter by sixty-three. The cigars are available at twoguyscigars.com, which is a sponsor of our show, and fine retailers across the United States. And Adrian is also a sponsor of the our show. The MSRP is twelve seventy nine to fourteen ninety nine per stick. Wow. This is the smallest one, twelve twelve seventy nine. This is the Toro. There's, I thought there was one smaller, no? The C major is smaller at five and a quarter yeah, yeah, yeah. by fifty four. Okay. So this is the Toro size for yeah. all intended purposes. Yeah. Um, beautiful uh, Habano, Ecuador Habano, but a um, kind of a brownish, a, a little darker than... Um, Very caramel in yeah, color. Yeah, caramel is a good color. Uh, yeah, it's almost there. Carmelito. Carmelito. Um, so this is um, at Hochi Blanco's factory in the Dominican Republic. And I'll tell you, he's getting lock of, lots of accolades. Now you have, I believe, the uh, people at Trill... The Villiga people are starting to make cigars with him. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's been around a long time, but he's, uh, uh, the past couple of years, like the overnight sensation. Mm. Probably like 25 years in the right. making or something. <laughs> but he's been out there, and uh, he's, he's, uh, he, he does everything. He uh, grows tobacco, makes the cigars, everything. And uh, his, his own brands is uh, really, um, you know, things that he does for other people, not for himself. So uh, no distribution, no nothing. He makes the guys for other people. 
a lot of uh, the um, tobacco that's used in other companies that claim that they have their own tobacco farms and things like that, it's Hochi Blancos. Um, he, uh, a lot of factories that are down there that this guy has a factory, that guy has a factory, Hochi Blancos. He has his own um, free trade zone. So everything that's in that free trade zone belongs to him. Really? So people, other people that are there. He's like the tobacco bank, it sounds like. He is. He is. You want to uh, make a withdrawal? There's going to be a little interest in right, that. Right, right. Right. So nice. That's, that's what that uh, is about. So um, this is Labor Day weekend. We had a great summer here in New England. Um, the weather was fantastic. It oh, was my so God. fast. Went by fast, but I'll tell you, there very few heat waves like we had last yeah, year. Yeah, a couple of 90 days. That's it, too, I think. Yeah. And other than that, it's been good, actually, for a little chilly for, uh, our, for the uh, Mr. Stein over Mr. here. Mr. Stein down the Freezing area. my cojones off. Which is, what, it's down to 70. So. Right. At night, last night when I went home, it was like 56 degrees. Yeah, at nighttime when the sun goes down. I had to put the heat on in my car. Oh, my God. I had to put the heat on my car, too. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. I was driving at 1 o'clock in the morning after my... Uh, I went to my gig. Yeah. The gig wrapped up, and then I went to shed night. Shed night at night. Late night shed oh, night. Oh, it was awesome. There till 1 o'clock. Smoking shed guys in the shed. I know why they call them rusty nails, by the way. I had a couple of rusty nails at shed night, and uh, rusty nail is what your temple feels like has gone through <laughs> the next day. Because I woke up this morning I know. over. I saw you this morning. I said, what, drinking last night? Oh, man. I'm going to have to lay off ding, those. Yeah, yeah, ding, you hit that one on the head. Early today, he almost shot himself. Yeah, oh, yes, it was pretty close. <laughs> Why do you have to talk about bathroom stuff all the time, really? Gary? So it's Labor Day weekend in the United States. In the United States. And a holiday celebrated on the first Monday in September. You're trying to say the Canadians don't work? Where are you going with this? Well, it is a celebration for the labor movement. Congratulations to the people in the United States who work for a living. The working poor, the people that get up every day and go to work. Why, do the, why does the government get the day off? And then? the average work week, which used to be 40 hours now, is 47 hours. That's the average. Boy, would I love it if I only worked 47 hours. Amen. But, but, uh, so you guys out there thinking uh, you're working, and I work a 40-hour week. The average guy's working 47. And that takes into consideration all the losers out there that don't work at all. So uh, this is dedicated to uh, the economy, the achievements of the worker. That's what this is all about. It, um, Ian, we're actually closed. One of the few days a year that, that we close our retail By uh, we, he means two guys smoke shop. Right. And we do it because we're celebrating the guy that works and the people that work for me also. So it constitutes a yearly national tribute for the contributions of the workers that made for strength, prosperity, and the well-being of this country, because that is the well-being of the United States. It started in 1887, and uh, it was Grover Cleveland that made it a a national holiday. And uh, we only close six days a year, and this is one of them, uh, Labor Day. It is there for uh, symbolically as the end of the summer in high society in Mr. Jonathan's world. Labor Day was considered the last day when you could wear white. No so, more tidy whiteies for you. Next, yeah, nice. Next uh, Friday, I'm throwing a white party After the to fact. give the middle finger to really? the rule of not wearing white. Or see a sucker. 
You can't win yeah, Seersucker. Yeah, Seersucker. That's, that, I'm very disappointed about that because I own so much Seersucker <laughs> that it's not even funny. Who came up with that name? That's the, Wait, are we the, talking about the suit or the other thing? Yeah, the, the material, the Seersucker Oh, I actually material. don't own many of that. All cotton fabric, commonly striped or checkered. Um, not very popular at all, but it still exists out there. Uh, it also marks a time for the return to school. Back to school. I'll tell you this. It yeah. should be called National Bring Your Kid to College Day because there's going to be a line. doesn't matter how early you get up. You're going to be sitting in the car in traffic Yeah. at the school waiting for a spot to open up for six hours of grueling labor on Labor Day, carting my kid's stuff into college. Also marks the beginning of autumn or here in New England, what we call fall, because it is the falling of the leaves season, the beginning of leaf peepers. Those leaf peepers that hold up traffic around here. Barry, wait till you see this. It gets crazy. Well, this year I'm going to be guilty of being one of them because this will be the first time that I've been up here for the fall foliage. Just look out your window, man. You don't have to That's go anywhere it. for have, it. You don't have to go far. They drive up the freaking highway and they're holding up in the toll booth <laughs> taking pictures. You're honking on your horn. You could go. Dead leaves. Dead leaves, folks. Move along. We've Come on. I've seen this go. before. Really? Google it. Pumpkins, corn on the cob, apple picking time. It all yeah. happens up here. Uh, in the U.S. sports, Labor Day marks the beginning of NFL and college football seasons, Chuck Morrison. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Uh, NCAA teams usually play their first games on the weekend of Labor Day, and NFL uh, plays their first game on Thursday following Labor Day. Is that true? That is absolutely true. Absolutely true. For cigars, it marks the new cigar season. New cigar brands, lines and stuff, shitting, hitting the shelf of tobacconists. These are new cigars. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who caught it. Caught it? I'm glad this I'm not the only new one. New cigar season uh, and, the, and actually the cutoff for us for the cigar of the year. This ah. is it. The cigar hasn't hit yet. It cannot it's not be. not a contender. It's not a contender that goes to next year. So this is the new Monday starts, the new season for cigars for next year. Awesome. And what a great time to come out with new brands when everyone stops smoking. They start slowing down, that's for sure. So uh, it, it, is, it is the cutoff point for us. And uh, we have to make it a certain time, so it's the perfect time to end up doing that. So that is uh, Labor Day. As I say, very fast summer. And uh, we're getting so seasonal, Barry. I see all the uh, political things you've been putting on the CigarAuthority.com of no smoking here, no smoking there. That really affects the consumption of cigars as these things end up happening. So we, we be careful as we go through it. And... Um, it also is the end for us. Um, this Sunday is the end of the $5 and a comfortable chair event that's been going on at our All three month. stores, along with stores across the country. This is the J.C. Newman event where they give away the dream seat. This is a um, beautiful leather. Uh, $900 chair. Man. Yeah. Theatrical chair, you know, like a theater, theater Stainless scene. steel cups. Reclines. It's got the button on the inside so that you never catch it. You know, remember the old school one your grandfather had that had the wooden yeah, mahogany yeah, yeah. handle sticking yeah. out? My you grandfather start, did have that. Yeah, How do you catch, know? You were my grandfather's Catch house? your pants on it. You know, for you, your bell bottom's on your way by every <laughs> right. time, and you tear the hem off your pants. All right. It doesn't have that. It's got the button on the inside. Little flip. Boom. Thing reclines almost completely prone on a sliding track on the inside. It is the single most smooth chair I've ever reclined. Well, I'm not going to tell you which one I sat in because we're, we're telling everyone that they're virgin, but I sat in one of them. We're giving three of them away tomorrow. 
So, uh, and, and a lot of stores across the country is a last chance to go pick up your, your three brick house to win the comfortable chair. Nice. Um, so you can't, cigar, you can't do the best part, by the way. What? If you do win in every single one of two guys' smoke shops, shops. If you win them all, I'll give you $10,000. $10,000. What's the odds of that? I hope it happens. Uh, I'm hoping it happens. <laughs> I'm wishing. I, I don't think that's something you take insurance out on. Putting out. I didn't. No. I'm putting it out there in the universe. I want it to happen. And I want someone to snap a picture of Dave's face when, not if, when it happens. Hey, I hope it happens. Somebody was good enough to go buy boxes of cigars at each of the stores. They'd have to buy boxes and pull that off. I mean, it ain't going to happen with three and cigars. People hit the lottery you know buying one ticket, man. I guess. I guess. And the we'll odds of we'll winning the lottery, happens. way worse. Way worse. You know, there's people trying. Yeah, there's people trying. Well, I'll tell you, I'm lighting up this aging room bin number one, and I'm shocked at how full-bodied it is. It's got some guts to it right at the beginning. It doesn't look like it's as full-bodied as it is, but it's full-bodied. Flavorful, though. I'm getting some uh, oak and sunflower seeds off of it right now. Oak and sunflower seeds. Keep it up, Chuck. (laughs) Keep it up. Last week, he refused to play the uh, I played it once for you. You had one good one. Oh, Oak and you were reluctant. sunflower seeds. Do you, you come up with them in advance? Because my brain doesn't work that way. I'm I, cheating. I'm looking at the review I wrote. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's, it is full body, man. In the nose and heavy on my chest, too. I feel the heaviness in the chest. I never wow. get the nose thing. Really? Strong in the nose. Uh, the, the, the aroma of it, heavy on the nose. Um, like you, you drank a shot of strong whiskey or something. You know how you go... Ooh, you know, yeah. that, that's, what, yeah, that's what I'm getting right now is I'm shocked. I know Raphael's listening. I'm actually shocked at how full body this is early on. And it is the second time I smoked it. I smoked it uh, earlier in the week yeah. just because I was dying to. And what ended up happening is early aggressive. Yep. It started off like this, and then I got all the way through the cigar, no problem or everything. But right now, it says to me, I'm not going to make it through the cigar. But yeah, hang got, on, buddy. Yeah, got stronger than this. Right. Be hang like, on. whoa, hey, hey. It's a roller coaster ride, we'll, we'll go, and we're going to go through it together. Much like a great symphony. Here we it go. It's peaks hey. and valleys. Ah, wow. I like it. That deserves a couple of Did that go in your yeah. review? No, it just made that Okay, up. <laughs> all right. It was good, though. Because you made fun of me when I did my shark review, and I said the, uh, uh, the thing about you know, like a shark attack, blah, blah, blah. You said that was too hokey, and here you are making the symphony reference. Which, by the way... I refined mine. I can't tell you how many people are asking about that great white. I know. Still. Yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. Forget about it. They want to know when it's coming out next Next year. year. What's the shark going to be? And we will put it out a week before because we have a lot of people that are asking to do uh, shark week parties and and would want the cigar. But um, this is pretty good looking um, aesthetically of the packaging and how it is. Good presentation. Looks uh, super high end. Hey, it's no cheap date. It's twelve seventy nine for the cigar, but um, beautiful. It looks it. Looks like it's high end. Tastes like it. It may be their most expensive cigar, right? It may be their most expensive cigar right now. I think the uh, the FF there, the um, Follow Friday. No, the Fortissimo M21. Oh yeah, I think is fourteen dollars. Okay. Well, I would tell you that, and I know better what's going to end up happening, and it's going to level out, but. At the beginning, I'd say, wow, this is too strong for me, and I'm glad that I ended up trying it earlier. Yep. But but right now, wow, uh, it's heavy. Um, but 
as I said, aesthetically looking at the cigar, it looks like it costs that much at least. Um, so it's going well already. The people are gravitating. Yeah. They never tried it before and went over to it. At least I can say to them now, listen, early aggressive, go through a little roller coaster ride of it. Because what's happening right now is lots of cigars are hitting the shelves. When a new customer comes in or a customer that hasn't been in in a month or something walks in the door right now, they, they're overwhelmed in all cigar stores of all the different things that are out there because new things are hitting the shelves over and, and over. And there's, lo- there's lots of great cigars coming out. How do you stand out? You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to make it look that way anyway. The big band. At least to get it tried once, and then it's about the cigar to see if this carries on. So I know we have new cigars hitting the shelf, Barry. What is out there right now that is hitting our shelves? Well, some new items to arrive recently on our shelves. First one, of course, is the cigar that we're smoking today, the Aging Room Bin Number 1. But in the second half of the show, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. We'll be smoking the Azan Burgundy, which has hit the shelves as well. Um, that's from Roberto Duran, but we'll have more about and that later. you're going later. to be blown away with the price of that. Yeah, you will. You have the My Father Connecticut. Um, after making Connecticut cigars for other manufacturers, the Garcia family has decided to make a full production Connecticut of their own under the My Father brand umbrella. And you're going to see how well that – they're going to see how well that sells because all the manufacturers that don't want to do it, they're known for their full body. They put the Connecticut shade one out there, and holy God, it outsells all the other ones because that's just what happens. But what I'll say about that cigar is, as mild as that looks, it's not mild. It has a lot of flavor to yeah, it. Does. So they know, how, they know how to make a Connecticut shade cigar taste like. Now, before that, they did have a New England edition of the Jaime Garcia. The Jaime Garcia. Yeah. And that was medium-bodied, but that was a good Connecticut shade. A lot of it flavor. was delicious, yeah. A lot of flavor. And uh, also a cigar that actually made its debut last year is now starting to show up on shelves as more people find out about it. And that happens to be Leaf by Oscar, yes. which is made in Honduras. And it's probably one of the ugliest cigars you will ever see yeah. <laughs> until you realize that the cigar, instead of being in a cello, is wrapped in a, in a tobacco leaf. Yes. Oh, so you have to you remove it kind of like a tamale. And uh, once you remove it, it shows off the fine-looking premium cigar under it. But the tobacco that's wrapped around it helps bring the oils to the top. Interesting. So you have a nice oily yeah. cigar. Um, that's actually really good. Really good. Really yeah. good. And they have a natural Corojo and a Maduro. I smoked them all. They're all fantastic. One size. One size. That's mm-hmm. it. It's a Toro. Yep, and that's uh, it. It's a $9 cigar, and it's very, very good and uh, very interesting. People walk over that, and you have to, as a retailer, you have to walk over with them because they're looking at it, shaking their head and saying, <laughs> $9. And I go, well, this is something really different. Yeah. Um, and um, they don't come in boxes. They come in bundles. A $9 cigar and a bundle of 20 or 25 very expensive. $180 bundle, okay? People buy full bundles. Awesome. Awesome. There's already. With the first, the first guy to buy a bundle is a resident at Shed Night. His name's Mike Golden. And uh, so the guys, the very first bundle that sold, they said, yeah, a guy bought a bundle. And I end up going out to hang at his house the next day, and uh, he's talking about the bundle he bought. I go, yeah, that was you? He was the first one to buy the full bundle to pop off. He liked it that much. He said his wife was giving him a hard time for buying singles. She's like, don't you get a deal buying by the box? And he says, yeah. She goes, from now on, buy by the box because you're going to smoke them anyway. So at least you're going to save the money. Yeah. Jeez. And and right. But usually it's the opposite thing. The guy comes in with the wife or something. (laughs) What are you doing? I I shake my head. I go, oh, no, this is going to be bad. (laughs) Because he says, oh, yeah, I pay $2 for cigars. And she's looking at the the, the $12 ones he buys. (laughs) 
And what's the two? Well, I just want to buy myself a treat or something. Yeah. It looks the same as the other one. Oh, God. Interesting well, conversation that came up last night. What is your favorite time of day to light up? As soon as I'm out the door and in my car. First thing in the morning? First thing in the First morning. First cigar in the morning with a cup of coffee is good. Mm. It's good. Uh, but I would say after I eat yeah. is the best one, the most relaxing one. It can be a lunchtime. It can be a dinner time or something. I ate, and then I light a cigar, and it's usually, oh, it's, it's the finish. It's the, you know, cherry yeah, on the top. The happy ending, happy if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with Barry on this. There is nothing better than being on vacation and getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning before anybody's up, and you get your coffee, and you go out on the deck, and you just sit in the chair, and you just enjoy being alone, being quiet, and smoking. Watch the sun come up. The bugs are not out at that point. It is the best time. And that's what that, that was the bit, the consensus. These are all hardcore cigar smokers. The so first, they're smoking the on the way into work. You know, they're lighting up with their coffee. You know, this guy Golden is a uh, specializes in dynamite, blowing stuff up. And uh, that's what he does. He's got a load of dynamite in the back of his truck. Nice. And he's chomping on a leaf by Oscar as he's driving into the site. To blow stuff up. I'm with you, Dave. If you guys remember uh, last year, we were in Colorado for the Rocky Mountain yes. Cigar Fest, and we yeah. had a nice meal together. Mm. And afterwards, we lit up a cigar, and it was crappy conditions. It was pouring out. We oh, were kind yeah. of stuck underneath this yawning, but we lit a cigar. Oh, with the, the drunk girls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it was so good. I was like... There is something really enjoyable oh, yeah. about yeah. a cigar after a great meal. I mean, and especially if you go to something full-bodied. Yeah. That you know, right now I haven't. We had breakfast hours, hours ago, ago. Yeah. Um, so it's not like right after, but right after. Oh. It, it's dessert, man. It's, it's better so than it's, dessert. Yeah. Better than dessert. Speaking so, of breakfast, you should have seen the dainty little three stack of pancakes, Dave. They were smaller breakfast. than I thought they were going to be. Silver dollar pancakes. They were maybe five inches around. The girl says, would you like the three stack or the five stack? And Dave goes, oh, I better get the three. She said stack. And yeah. He's yeah. got these little dinky pancakes. Yeah. I had a full breakfast. So it was sort of a role reversal there. I don't know about role reversal, but anyway, pancakes. Uh, on a side note, our chat room is happening right now. Oh, yeah. You got 34 people in there. Wow. Um, 11 are that actually can, logged in with yeah, a few manufacturers see, yeah. that are present. There we go. Well, and that's mm. because uh, when we come back from break, and uh, let's go to break. When All we right. come back from break, Barry has information on cigar companies that appear to have lots of loyal followers, but really don't. We're talking social media here as we prepare uh, for the biggest blind test ever done. Um, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> what about 
It's not your grandfather's cigar. Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We're back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. It's a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. And we're going to talk nonsense right now. Barry's going to tell us about fake friends as we begin to close out the summer. Welcome back, everybody, to Cigar Authority. And I'll tell you, I... Uh, now, couple, hang on. Before we call yeah. out John Carney and say how many <laughs> fake friends he has, I know no, he's listening. he's listening. Uh, by the way, he's the real Mr. I Jonathan. No, not according to him. He just referred to me as Mr. Jonathan on the chat box. I saw that. Um, I do have a flavor coming off this that oh, I think is oh. going to blow this is the aging room all of your one. minds. Really? This is... Uh, you know Necco wafers? Yeah. All right. They've got all the different flavors. That's New England confectionery. So most people don't know what a Necco wafer is. The brown ones, which is the, the chocolate, chocolate one, chocolate the one. dust off of the chocolate. So you just put it in your mouth. You don't chew it. You just taste the dustiness off of it. No. Dry, it's got notes, dry taste, a little dryness, a little notes chocolate, of dry the cocoa. Chocolate. And there's that confectioner's powder that's on the outside. It's delicious. Nope. And that's what I'm getting off this. Gary says no. I disagree. You've never even had a Necco wafer. I guess You're I down have. from down south. They used to come in that little cookie color, uh, cookie wrapper type yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I've had them before. Wax paper. Look, look at me. There's a lot of candy I've had. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything, Barry? On the cigar? Yeah. I'm getting a little notes of uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah, which you know, I'm 45 yeah, and I and I'm like cinnamon. A, like I'm in kindergarten, yeah. <laughs> but I'm getting cinnamon off of the cigar. <laughs> really, you can't say wow, cinnamon. He's, nope. he's getting words that sound like other words. <laughs> 
It, okay. It, it, it's still, he- it's still heavy for me. I know it's going to mild up a, a bit, but I'm saying during the break, wow, the cigar is still heavy. Mine's, it's, mine's calmed down a bit. Yeah, I'm uh, entering the second, third. For yeah. me, it's become now about the the flavors, the, um, yeah, the, the nuances. The, that's the word nuances. I was looking for. Yes, Thank you. There's some effervescence coming off this. It's a little bit of... You know, you get a drink, maybe like a champagne. It's got just a light bubbles. You could taste the bubbles. This has a little yeah. bit of bubbliness to it. All right. So all that's right. Now, on, now on to kicking John Carney's butt about no, how he cheats on Not at uh, all. We're not going to name names here or anything like that. But um, Just name his name back. I will actually say Carney is not one of them. Okay. I'm all not right. going to name who they are, right. but Carney is not one of them. So here's the thing. Uh, Barry started how many weeks ago, Barry? Um, 11 weeks. 11 weeks ago. So he's going to help drive uh, business. He's going to help drive um, people onto the Cigar Authority, get more listeners. Um, he's and, our webmaster. And what ad, um, advertisers, listen, we have radio stations that have numbers, and we have uh, iTunes with a top on iTunes, and with a, we're um, – um, how many thousands and thousands of downloads that happen uh, between Podbeam and all the different things that happen. And Barry knows social media way better than I know social media. I don't know what goes on with it. I, I post things on there uh, more on Facebook than I do on Twitter. But I have Twitter accounts, and I have um, lousy Twitter. I have 164 uh, followers. Followers. No, I, have, I, I am following 164 people. I have 510 people that follow me. And I've only done 548 tweets. So I have, every time I tweet, I get another follower type of thing. So a little over 500. The Cigar Authority itself has only 101 followers and um, Hmm. only following 60 people. Barry, on the other hand, well, we're going to get to Barry in a minute. But no information on me, huh? I didn't even know you had a Twitter account. I have a Twitter account, and I'm probably around 500 Followers, give well, take. on Facebook, where I'm more active because I knew how to do that. You know, yeah. I didn't know hashtags and all that stuff. But I have 4,211 people. Mr. Jonathan has 4,466. So I'm winning. But I want to let you know that everybody who follows me, and this is not family, friends, or anything. This is all cigar business type of thing. Not in case of Mr. Jonathan because he's a doer of many things. Exactly. So he's got people to follow him because on dancing with men. With DJing men, yeah. with men. Lots of men. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly men, in fact. Uh, and Barry has 2,700, uh, and the majority of his is cigar people. Mm-hmm. Um, not so on, on Jonathan. Maybe no, you I are got, there. But yeah, then, I got maybe 1,200. So, so I'm, I'm saying I'm winning with, as far as cigar people go. But we also have the, um, two guys Salem, two guys Seabrook, two guys Nashua, two guys by itself. Mm-hmm. And all of that together is about 11,000 uh, people all merged together that follow us, but you got to take out of that mutual uh, yeah. people, and you can see that when I go on to Mr. Jonathan's. Yeah, we got twelve hundred friends in common, or whatever. right? So you got to take that off, and you say, "I want to know when we say something, how many people, different people." Uh, because, listen, I, I'm a businessman, have been doing it for years. When I buy advertising, I want to know how many people, and I know the advertisers who advertise with us want to know how many people. Well, just on the social media end of it, I'd say we have 5,000 different cigar people that follow us, mm-hmm. 5,000 different people. So I put something out there on all these things, 5,000 different people. are Unique seen. people. Yeah. Yep. So Barry takes over 11 weeks ago, and I'm looking for, you know, what he's doing and how much 
dramatic difference it's made. He comes back to me and says, we grew 400% on uh, Cigar Authority. There's this many more listeners. There's so many people download. How much more it's going? And I go to the only one I can look up, and nothing's really happening. It's, it's you know, a little bit more this week than it was last week, but 5,000, we're still at 5,000-something. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And how do you measure yourself by your competitors, right? So I look at other competitors that are out there doing it, and they're far more than we are. And I look at manufacturers, and it's far more than we are. And I look at um, other cigar stores, far more than we, we have. And what is wrong with this? And why, why are we not growing this number? It is growing, but it's, it's nowhere to be some of these things that are 15,000, 20,000 people that are on there. How can it possibly be? So... Please, Barry, investigate and see what's wrong. And Barry comes back to me and says, they're fake friends. Well, what the hell is a fake friend? You're either a friend or not. Why would you be fake? All right, Barry, what do you got? Well, like if you look at certain cigar companies that have like 60,000 followers or, or what have you, and using you know, just a made-up number, and then you look at somebody who actually does more in sales but they only have 6,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. You're like, why is there a discrepancy? Well, there are certain programs that you can use on the Internet that allow you to track whether or not a person is a legitimate friend. There are companies. Like, somebody really following you? Yeah. Is there a person? Somebody that you have interaction with, somebody who's active on the former media, be it Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, opposed to people that you buy that only have six, follow- six followers that have only tweeted twice. And this is when, when he first came out and said, buy them. I said, you actually buy friends? You, you purchase them. Yeah, you can go to Fiverr.com and you can buy 5,000 followers for $5. $5. Wow. I just couldn't believe it. And I wanted to know the mentality of why would somebody... I don't want one person that is not a cigar person following me because what is the... Uh, you know, it's, it's a business. What is the positive end to this? A lot of it is ego-driven, in my opinion. Who are they fooling but themselves? They feel good. They can go, I have 16,000 followers. But they know that they bought 10,000 of them or 15,000 of them. They know, but at the risk of sounding condescending, the average consumer doesn't know. But how do they feel good about themselves when they know that 15,000 of them are fake or they start believing their own Yep. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. yeah, you already slipped once today. <laughs> yes. So, so, listen, I, I study marketing. I, I try to look at the psyche of the consumer, and um, this is just years and years of business-type things that went there. It serves no purpose at all. It, it's like a kid in a playground saying, all these kids love me and nobody's playing with me totally. or something. Totally. It, it's really a mental, you know, to do this is crazy. I mean, there are some great companies out there that have worked to build their social media by interacting with consumers. They have taken the they cigar. They have a value. They right. have a value. They have taken the cigar event to social media for the person that lives in a small town of 3,000 people that can now interact with the, the manufacturer. Yeah. And they're doing social media the right way. They're, they're putting up content that allows people to build a relationship that they wouldn't have been able to build before because, let's face it, not every cigar I, shop – is going to get the top manufacturer. You know, you're not going to get the Garcia family, for instance, in a store that, you know, is breaking even. 
So the only chance that they get to interact with these people is through social media. So be- if you be- do because it the- they're really texting and they're really whatever word it is, yeah, you, the you, tweeting, they're yeah, really tweeting, you know, yeah. former texting allows yeah. you to interact one on one. But there are companies that have seventy to eighty percent of their followers are fake people. They're creating the perception. They're creating the perception. So so now he he lets me in on this, and this has been going on on for a couple of weeks. So we knew we knew we we're gonna, you know, have a report, tell a story about whatever it is. So now we start going through. Listen, there's um, cigar. Um, there's a cigar magazine out there that puts the top tweeters that are on there and stuff. And you start going through the list of the top tweeters, and Barry's got a way to go through. Any person can go through it. Actually, you go on there and look at their friends, and you got to go down a little bit because remember, new legitimate friends went on top, yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll see. An egg with, you know, a, a, instead of a person's Just face a, or yeah. anything. Blank and then profile. you'll see thousands in a row mm-hmm. of that. And I, oh my God. You know, and these are all the fake ones in between this big block of 5,000 fake ones. Yeah. There, was, there was a cigar retailer, not an owner, uh, a salesperson, yeah. who was listed in the magazine we're talking about. And he had close to 100,000 friends. Everybody pointed out to them. Hey, last month he wasn't even in your list. He didn't even have the the, the three thousand needed to break the list. And now the next issue, he has a hundred thousand followers. You think the magazine? So he would actually do looked diligence yeah. and, and, and looked. He actually it. looked into it and he removed them from the list. The guy's still up there wow. with close to a hundred thousand followers. But the magazine now knows that they're fake and bought and have removed him from the list. So we start going through, and, and Barry starts, you know, get, let me know, gives me a little list of these people that do. Some of them amazing to me that I know who these people are, and they are legitimately kind of famous in the cigar industry that don't need to do such a thing. Right. And shocking, shocking numbers of, of what this is. And then I start rattling off some that I knew. Please look into this one for me, this one. And he comes back. And we walked in the office the other day and shaking his head. And he goes, I couldn't believe it. You know, because I had said, you know, check this one out. And he comes back and he goes, oh, my God, you know, over 10,000 fakes on this one and 12,000 fakes on that one and this and this and this. So I I don't know if it's to... Wow, look how important I am and that I'm... There is something to be said once you hit a certain number. For example, when I crossed over the 1,000 mark on Facebook, I became more relevant to Facebook for them to suggest me to other people because the the tree on Facebook of the people that you have in common... You think is, the algorithm is going to generate more people? And you then, think they would be able to see it's fake? Because as I looked into it, I found... So I find one guy, and he's he's got thousands of new ones, and... I look at one of, one of his new ones, fake, and you see that that person never wrote anything or anything. He only has six right. friends. Right. All these people only have six friends, and those were all from this fake thing. <laughs> you, you go into it. Anybody can do it. I mean, I'm not an investigator. You were an investigator, so you're, you're yeah, investigating. I did work as a private investigator. So uh, you look at it, and then you find other people that they do it, and you see this this train connecting. So, listen, the the whole idea of this thing was it it isn't as it appears to be. So we are looking for advertisers all the time. This this business, the Cigar Authority, has advertisers on it. That's how it funds itself. Which we did take on a new one 
this week, yes. and they'll have an advertisement on the show starting next week. Yes. And, and thank you for that. But they would have never done it looking at how many tweet follows we have because right. it's dismal. But I'm but telling they're you, real. <laughs> they're real. But they're real ones. And I'm going to have to learn Twitter, Twitter better so that I have things where people would be interested in or whatever ends up doing that. But the whole reason for the social media on Cigar Authority for Twitter and Facebook is to draw people on to, hey, this is what's coming on the show this week, and then it builds the show to help our advertiser for their money yeah. that they spent, that their message well, got to more people. It would do us no good to buy ourselves up to 15000 because it's not... Yeah, we won't get more people not, on the show. You're not selling more cigars. You're not selling more shows. You're not selling more advertising by having 15,000 fake friends. No, for us, the thing that matters most is Google Analytics. Google Analytics is a code that you put on your website... That allows Google to track the amount of users, the amount of percentage that are new, the amount of percentage that are returning, the average time they spend on a site, how many pages within the site they look at, the average um, – how many times they'll come in, look at one page, and leave instead of going through the yeah, site. Yeah, yeah. And it's called a bounce rate. For our website, that's what matters the most. And – I learned from, a lot since this 11 weeks that not, you've been Not here, to break man. my arm, patting myself on the yeah. back, but we've gone up – can you through Google, on, yeah, you I'll know. do it for you, buddy. Thanks, yeah, yeah. man. You're going to burn me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've gone up over 400 percent. Right. That, that's what you said. And yeah. and you know, an employee telling me while we're up over 400 percent, say it was somebody working in sales. I can look at the sales numbers and see what it is. Yeah. So when you say it to me, the place I went to was social media, the only part I can look at and see. And I'm, she's like, don't see what he's doing. Yeah, like, I don't what am I doing what, wrong? Yeah, it's not working out the way it is. And I, then he ends up saying, no, no, let, let me show So they're you. hiring some company that's creating hundreds of thousands of fake profiles. And they pay this company. Five bucks. Five bucks. And all of a sudden they have, instead of 16 followers, they now have 20,000. Right. I will say this. Somebody got very nervous about the story we were going to do. Right. This is the interesting and part of thought we were going to name names. Well, that's what they're saying in the chat box. They're saying, Chuck, come on, name some names. And, and. <laughs> You, you will be shocked. Listen, we're, we're not about – we're trying to be debonair here. That's right. And we're not trying to hurt anybody or, um, you know – Yeah, if but you want I, the dirt I, on somebody, you're going to have to look it up yourself. Yeah, look it up yourself. It was easy enough, and I don't know how to do this stuff. And, oh, my God. So yeah. Wednesday night I go to bed with roughly 44, 4,500 right. followers. So we, we announce on Wednesday what the show is going to be. So there's, there's something that, that was written, and it says, oh, we're going to reveal – some information, blah, blah, blah. We're revealing the information. We're not naming names, but we're revealing the information. So somebody got scared. Somebody got scared, and overnight I had 5,000 followers that I had, and it was still going, and I had to set my account to private. They set So I would up. have to approve it. So this way, if we name names, somebody could have gone, well, look at the pot calling the kettle black. Right. Yeah. So that, that Thursday, Barry did it. Right before the show, he added 5,000 Coincidence. Names. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, you can't get them to unfollow you. Yeah, so somebody well, you'd have did to go through five thousand. No, times. even if you, re- I never accepted them as friends. I'm not following them back. They're not friends. They're followers. Right. So even if I block them, it still shows them up as following. Oh. So now I have ninety two hundred followers, of which I know close to five thousand are fake, like forty eight hundred of them, and there's nothing I can do about it. And you you call Twitter to say something. I asked Twitter how I can get them removed and so far they have not responded to me. But you know, I want that magazine that listed the cigar personalities. I am now high enough where I would be number eight or nine on the list. 
I don't want them to go, well, look at, well, now, now with the 9,000, oh. I'd be like number four. Yeah. I don't want them to go, we're not going to add you. You're, all those followers are fake. Yeah. Well, so, my hands are now officially tied. Well, let me tell you. And that's not the type of tying I like. We're, so. do, we're yeah. doing some investigation right now to find the guy that paid the $5. That did it to him. And you know what? We're very close. This is deep. I think that one we should reveal. The yeah. person that, that one we should reveal. hundred percent, especially since I think we might know who it is. Yeah. Really? Dirt bag definitely move on there. Yeah. Well, you are a private investigator. It's between yep. a few people. And it's one of know. three. Someone that we would know? People would know, yes. All right. All right. It, you know, and wait, you? listen, they're, they're listening right now, whoever it is. It, it, it's... This is such dirtbag stuff. You want to beat us out. Shady. We've been doing the show for four and a half years, two-hour content live on location so we can really smoke cigars. When we say we yeah. really smoke cigars, the reason why we say it is there's a whole bunch of other people out there that do their show and really don't smoke cigars. And that's okay because you're in a studio and you're not allowed to. But making believe like you're doing it. Faking it. Yeah. Why fake it? Say, I'm in a studio, and God damn it, they won't let us smoke cigars in here, but I smoked a cigar yesterday, and this is what it was like or whatever. But faking it and making believe it, it just hurts everybody. It does. You've got to be honest. Just Without naming names, it is. I am going to say the biggest criminal of this has 91% fake followers. Wow. And they have followers over 8,000. Okay. And according, according yeah, just, to the stat, I don't, I, 91%. We're bored. Yeah, it's 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 bogus, and uh, it, it continues out there. And you know what? It ends up hurting us for being able to get advertisers because we're not that big. We are, and I'm going to say by the end of the year, we're going to be probably the biggest, the biggest blog, the biggest uh, radio show yeah. on, on cigars, which is a small, you know. It, it's a niche. It, it's such a small industry to begin with and everything. Everybody be proud of what you have. And what you do because you, we, 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 the government tries to stop us, all the regulations that happen, and you're surviving and you stay in the business. You deserve a pat on your back for being in this industry and deserve a pat on your back for surviving and be able to have a business for yourself, provide for your family, provide for other employees and their families that, that work for you and everything. Yay. Pat on the back. Congratulations to you. To make yourself to seem like it is, I don't know, it seems so juvenile to me. I'm blown away. These are adults. I'm blown away by it, that, that it even existed. And it's still fresh to me. I didn't know that this, this happened, but it happens and it's there. And you know what? You're probably hurting the le legitimate growth of somebody like this company, of Cigar Authority, that's growing leaps and bounds and everything. We're looking for advertisers, but there's people out there that have way more followers than we do, but they really don't. Mm -hmm. You know? And yeah. thankfully, thankfully, though, the majority of the advertisers, they all want the Google Analytics and we're able to provide screenshots to show how we're growing. And, you know, like I said, we got one to join on, and we got another big company yep. that should be on by the end of September. And we want you, and if you're listening now because you're worried about what you end up doing, listen, we're not about, we're not going to be the TMZ of the, of the industry and, and drag people in and dirt. We're not out to hurt anybody. We're out to help the industry and help your brand grow. And, and by helping your brand grow, retailers across the country, not just my store when we advertise for a cigar brand. This is to help your cigar brand sell, not only in the United States, but we have listeners all over the world. And hopefully that brand for you helps all over the world. That was the reason for this thing. It's four and a half years in. I hope we do another freaking 20 more years, I hope. I God hope so, too. I don't want to look for another job. Right. God willing. 
and it ends up working out. So that that's the gist of it, and we'll we'll trickle in as we think of things to talk about the, during the rest of the show about right. what this is. But um, so you blabbed for all this time. And we're now at the wrap-up thing, so all, all right. the other stuff has to be pushed to the next hour. All right, so we're going to wrap up this cigar that we're smoking here. Uh, I, I have been uh, smoking and enjoying as it, as it went on. Uh, I'll give you my quick wrap-up of what it is. Early, aggressive cigar. Um, not what um, you would think of looking at it and say, wow, it's so elegant-looking and nice. Boy, it starts off like a powerhouse that it is. It has a lot of strength, a lot of body. Um, you know I'm a lightweight. I like the, the milder cigars. This is not the first one. I smoked this thing right right down to the nub and was able to do it. Um, I'm not uh, nearly close enough yet, uh, but um, in, in an argument that Barry was saying, why don't we smoke one cigar uh, during the show so we can really get through it because with the talking and stuff, a uh, Toro cigar ends up lasting us two hours. Yeah, it does. Um, but that's how you smoke. You're supposed to smoke a cigar is slow anyway. Um, I'll say, uh, personally, uh, it is a $12 cigar. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's worth the money and everything. It's a roller coaster ride. And if that's the type of cigar you like, that you want to, uh, have its, uh, strengths, um, you know, it's not straightforward, full bodied all the way through. It starts full bodied. It drops down to, I would say a medium bodied cigar right now. Yeah. And I can smoke this medium bodied cigar right Pass the band and nub the, nub the cigar all the way down. Um, I like it. Now, for me, it's about being able to decide whether or not after the show, would I pick this cigar back up and continue smoking it? Yeah, and, and that's and voting answer, with your wallet. The answer right now is absolutely yes. To me, as a customer, I would buy this at $12 over and over again because it, it, it's very consistent. I've smoked it a couple of times when it yeah. first came in. Uh, and it's been consistent from cigar to cigar. And to me, that, that makes it worth the money. You could have one in the box that's phenomenal. And if the next one you smoke is just okay, then it wouldn't be worth the price tag. Like any good restaurant, you give it a couple of shots to end up seeing it's going right. to be good a few times in a row. Or if you had a bad experience, you go back, give it another shot. Uh, this one, one after. Did you smoke the same size each time? Because this is the same size mm. I smoked twice. I did, yeah. I yeah. smoked the Toro each time. Okay, how about you, Barry? Well, for me, I'm going to go a little bit reverse of what you said. Even though the first the first third has a lot of strength, for me it started out a little bit slow. Really, there wasn't a lot of flavors going on. You're and a man's me man, personally, man. I like a cigar that's extremely complex. And in the first third, it was about strength. And I've always made the argument when when I worked in the industry, when we worked on making cigars, that you want the first third to be what pulls a person in. Because let's face it, you're going to make your decision whether or not you like a cigar within the first inch. Um, and this is a cigar that you can't do that on because the second and the final third are so complex that I would probably call them amongst the most complex cigar I've ever smoked. Wow. So what started off with strength becomes all about the flavor and the nuances of the cigar. Like in the second third right now, there's so much sweetness going on that didn't exist in the first, the first third. So that's why I wound up taking in everything into consideration and I wound up giving it a 94 rating. That's a huge well, number. Man. That's a big number, it's man. It's that good. I'm going to give this, because I'm a disc jockey, I'm going to give this Last Dance by Donna Summer. Because it starts off a little bit slow, like you said, Barry. And then it does get rocking. So, you know, it kind of starts off like a slow jam. So that's your rating? You're moving what? and grooving. What? And then next thing you know, the whole dance floor is filled and you're rocking out. You're going to go You're gonna go with... Music. Come on, former disc jockey. Give me something. What do you got? 
That's Amore. <laughs> Dean Martin. That's How Amore. How the hell? When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Amore. He's Cuban, man. But this is if you uh, this this cigar is that song. He might be Cuban, but he has a lot of Italian. He does tendencies. present as Italian. I can see where you're going with that. Okay. He is two people in the cigar industry, two Cubans that are in the cigar industry that I feel like are Italians. Yeah. I see where you're going with it. It's right. Rafael Nadal and Nick Perdomo. They're both Cubans, but they're like Italians to me. Yeah. All right. They're paisans, so as far got, as I'm concerned. You've got that, Samori. I'm going last dance. And, Barry, you're I'm on the outside. I'm you both, forget about it. It's a 94. It's a 94, it's a 94 rating. Okay. Chuck, you like it? Loving it. Loving it. Yep. Loving it. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got cigar news, uh, different cigars, that whatever's going on in the cigar industry. Chuck Morrison's going to get debonair. And uh, Old Fart Freddy is smoking the pole. That's what it says here, smoking the pole. I have not heard this. I'm very worried. We got another new cigar to light up, and wait till you see this one. The price is unbelievable. For Barry Stein, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. We'll be right back with our number two of the Cigar Authority. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, listen, whether you are listening to That's Amore or Last Dance, and you're smoking your bin number one, always remember... To keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody. And just a reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes legitimately. Yeah, use your real profile, please. <laughs> we always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show from real profiles or mention us on Facebook from real profiles. We'll be right back with our number two right here on the Cigar Authority. Thanks for listening. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Carrojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines... 
consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, you it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! Do it. Light them up, light them up, light them up. And a lot of people are taking a big exhale right now. Cigar manufacturers, uh... Wondering if I was going to name names. Of course not. We're not going to name names. But we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to get debonair because we are debonair uh, with Chuck Morris. And we get old Fart Freddy in the aging room smoking something uh, other than cigars, apparently. And we got some letters from the mailbag. We got cigar news and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in Studio B64100, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys So seeing we're talking truth, we don't have Studio B because we would need A. There's only one. And high atop the world headquarters, there's only three cigar stores. We have no and world which, headquarters. Which one is the headquarters? Where's this your office headquarters. At? I don't know about worldwide headquarters. There are only three two-guy smoke shops in the world. All in New Hampshire. They're in the world. Yeah. And this is the headquarters, okay. the worldwide headquarters. Sorry. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. Hold on, Mr. Jonathan, real quick here, not to interrupt Ron Burgundy, but we yeah. have a lot of manufacturers listening. And I'll just put this out there from the know. That we are considering branding our studio name. Ah. So if there's any potential sponsors out there that would like to be the official sponsor of our studio, that opportunity does exist, and we are looking. That's wonderful, Ah. Chuck. We're looking looking for anything. We're looking for your help. We're four and a half years in, and we're looking for... uh, you know, you want, this helps the whole industry, believe me. Go I ahead. believe it does. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. 
Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it. We're at the Gillette Studio. And, um, with t- <laughs> <laughs> the Budweiser awesome? Studio or whatever we can possibly pull off on that. Uh, so Aging Room, hate to put it down because uh, this is the better part of the cigar yeah. for me. Uh, you know what was nice? Uh, I noticed yours just went out, but... Well, I went to break. I come back to the cigar. I love that when the cigar is still lit, when you put it down for a couple yeah. of minutes and it stays. Aging Room is the name of the cigar. Bin number one, aged tobacco is the magic of their cigars. It's very, very aged tobacco. It so is. That's the magic of it if you try the different aging rooms, just so you know. But uh, we have to light up a second cigar. And uh, as I said earlier, Barry's uh, pushing on the one cigar per show. And I don't disagree with him. By the way, Jonathan Carney said that he would gladly sponsor the studio, calling it the real Mr. Jonathan Cigar Authority Studio. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. We'll Carney, <laughs> Mr. Carney, that's going to be an expensive price tag, my yeah, friend. Yeah, really. Um, this is a uh, cigar that um, Barry was, I would say, the reason why we have this cigar, yeah. because he came and pushed this uh, when he started working for us. And this is a brand called Azan, A-Z-A-N. It's by Roberto Duran's. You look at the wrapper, and I'll just if you had to guess on price, just based on how the cigar presents itself, the wrapper is almost flawless. It's a beautiful, looks like a double cap. I would put this cigar at $9. I, I was blown away with it. Uh, tell us about it, Barry. All right, what we have here is the Zahn Burgundy line. Burgundy and- meaning the color of the band. Correct. They also have a white label and a few other brands. Um, I'm not sure if it's called a white label, but it's a white band. Um, the wrapper is Corojo, grown in Ecuador, with fillers from the Jalapa Valley in Nicaragua. And the binder is undisclosed from the nation of Nicaragua as well. It's available in six sizes, none of which are bigger than 50 ring gauge. And today we will be smoking the Robusto, which comes in at 4 and 7 eighths by 50. The company was originally started by a Chinese immigrant who came to Havana, Cuba, and eventually settled in a town called Manicaragua, which is in the center of Cuba. His name was Quan Ben Sen, and he adapted the Cuban name Domingo Azan, and he launched Azan Cigars in 1928. Wow. During the Cuban Revolution, it was one of the brands that were... Envelope, so to speak, by Kadash, uh, Castro's reorganization sure. of the Cuban brands. And in 2012, the factory was reborn as Nica Tobacco, and it is considered to be the ultimate boutique cigar factory in Esteli. The factory, the farms, the rollers are all from Cuba. Yeah. So they brought over the people that had familiarity with Habanos SA. They brought them to Nicaragua, and they are doing the cigar in a true Cuban sense. I remember we did a show talking, this is before you were on the show, we were talking about things that were coming up, um, new brands that were coming out this year, and going through the list of new things I heard about, and I heard Roberto Duran was coming out with a cigar. I go, this never works when a celebrity comes into the cigar business, assuming Roberto Duran, the prize fighter. Right. Uh, that that's what it was, but this has Not, nothing to do with This is, that. I believe he's the grandson of the original... Quan uh, Ben Sen, a.k.a. Domingo Azan. Uh, is either the grandson or the great-grandson? So he's Chinese. Of Chinese descent. Yeah. Um, I believe his, the original founder married a, a Cuban woman. So he's part Cuban, yeah, part yeah. Chinese. I'll tell you this. This was the most difficult buy in the history of difficult buys. No one in the booth speaks English at the trade show. No one. Hmm. 
I asked to try a sample, and I said I'd like to buy X number of boxes. And then the guy said to me, what can I help you with? <laughs> and I said, I, I believe that we just went over that. <laughs> I would like to try a sample, and I'd like to buy X number of boxes. Okay, let me get someone to help you. These were the two sentences that everyone in the booth Because we knew. were buying it no matter what. Right. He just wanted to try it anyway. I sure. wanted to try it to, in case it was awful. I would, I would have texted Barry and said, I'm sorry, we're not taking it. But it was very good. But, man, I'll tell you, it took 15 minutes just to get a sample and buy X number of boxes. It was going to be the easiest sale they had all weekend. And couldn't do it because they know two sentences in English. Should have spoke slower and louder. I tried that, man. They need some U.S. sales team or something that's there. Um, It's nice looking. It's a script letter that says Azan on it. It has a star, uh, one single white star above it. With a tobacco leaf inside of it, yeah. Yeah. And um, it says uh, made in Nicaragua. On it, there's a Nicaraguan Puro. Really? Is it? No, it's not. The no. Ra- I thought he said it on the bag. Oh, no. But the wrapper is Corojo, Ecuador. Ecuador, okay. And um, the missing element that's in there that they won't tell you is Nicaraguan, though, but they don't tell they you won't tell what, you what the, the leaf is. What the, the binder leaf. is, no. Yeah. And never rub your eye after you touch an oily cigar because now my eye is burning. burning. So, it's uh, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> no you problem. learn something new every week here, folks. Aesthetically here beautiful, and we have not brought up the price yet, which is the amazing part of the cigar. The retail price of this is $4. Come on. $4. does not look like a $4 cigar. We're going to light it up and see if it tastes like a $4 cigar. But right now it is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And they are excellent. So we're going to cut the cigar. And I'm actually going with a hole punch on this cigar. I'm using the punch on the bottom of the uh, slider. Yep. Because, hmm. you know, I've never gotten the official Perdomo cutter yet. So There's only two. Yes, I know. In yep. the world. So instead of biting it this time, I'm going with the hole punch. You could ask um, yeah, I'd be Jonathan. happy to share my cutter with you as long as you don't lick the cigar first. That's true. Nothing worse than slobbering and then uh. cutting. So I'm going to take a dry pull. It's pulling on the cigar, like, without lighting it. Rum, rum, rum raisin. Yep, you got the raisiny taste mm. to it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, I meant to bring in the hermits for you to taste what a hermit is, but it's a little of that. Good little, draw, too. Yep. Yep. Still don't know what a hermit is. Yeah, I got to get you some. So, I'm going to light our cigar. We're going to use a vertigo lighter. Yeah, what what vertigo the, is this? A $29.99 slider with the onboard bullet cutter. And as I said at the the uh, top of the first hour, the bullet cutter does not pop out and go completely erect. It goes beyond that. So you could beyond you could, erect. Beyond erect, you could you could punch a much larger cigar than a 50 ring gauge because it does give you the extra space. Triple jet, big tank. It's good. Full metal jacket here, full metal body. We're using the one we have here is gunmetal. Sleek looking, octagon shape. It's nice. And it doesn't look like $29. It certainly doesn't. I guessed about 80 and I was trying to go low, but uh, 29 this is a... Uh, it's a win. It's a win. So, nice, easy draw. Not too easy, not underfilled. There's a little pull to it. it it's, it's dense. 
you know, yeah. in other words, you would think that maybe it wasn't going to have a good draw, and then you draw on it and you say, wow, it has a good draw. That's, why, that's why you said that, because you kind of thought it wasn't going to be so good because it's so densely packed. There are some companies that make underfilled cigars. They, per- they draw very good. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel lighter. They are lighter. They underfill them a little bit for the draw to be good. Obviously, they save money doing that also. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the cigar burns faster. Um, so, you, you know, you got to, uh, as a consumer, you got to look at cigars like that and you say, oh, no, I bought a cigar. It only cost me $4, but it only took 20 minutes to smoke. This is not the case right. with the cigar. That would be $12 then yeah. if you're going to smoke for an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> so that is that. Well, uh, let's go to this classic day uh, in classic history, if you would, Chuck, because uh, we missed that on the first hour because we got into this fake friends thing so much. I and, get uh, to continue my domination. You get to continue my uh, domination. Today is uh, classic day is brought to you by our friends at Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, this is the classic three-way. So all three years are going up against each other. I already have my first guess written down. I'm going with a new strategy. Really? Just I'm not even going to listen looking over, at all. You looking over your shoulder at the answers? No. No. Oh. Okay. no I, I tip he hasn't covered way, up so he anyways. Do it he anyway. doesn't. Today is August 30th, and today is the birth date of Ted Williams. Ted Williams was an American professional baseball player and manager. He played his entire Major League career in the left field for the Boston Red Sox. Named the kid, the Splendor Splinter, Teddy Ballgame, the Thumper, and the greatest hitter who ever lived. Williams is regarded as one of the greatest hitters in baseball history. Two-time American League champion, American League player, six-time batting champion, seven-time all-star. Um, he passed away, and he is now the Ted Popsicle. <laughs> he was frozen, and um, he died at the age of 83 and signed a family pact that would keep him frozen I want for to, reuniting the family in a later date. I want to cry foul using Boston Red Sox trivia on a Yankee fan. Well, Ted That's Williams, foul. That's come a on. Foul. Ted Williams, everybody. Why, why not Joe DiMaggio? Because it's not his birthday okay. today. <laughs> but it is Ted Williams' birthday today. What year did he, was he born, Mr. Jonathan? 1909. 1909. Barry? 1919. 1919. Wow, 1919. 1919. Wow, you guys were very close, but you were one over. It was 1918. Mr. Jonathan takes the point. It's like my strategy is working. How's it feel, God. Mr. Jonathan? You're actually ahead. I'm on the board. It won't last. Today is the birthday of Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is an American businessman, magnet. He is an inventor and philanthropist. He is widely considered the most successful inventor of the 20th century. Buffett is the chairman, CEO, and largest shareholder of Berkshire Hathaway and considerably ranked as the world's wealthiest person. 
time named Buffett as the most influential person in the world. Number one, uh, Buffett became the wealthiest man in the world years ago, and they asked him, what's next? Which Mr. Buffett replied, now I want to be the oldest. But today is his birthday. What year was he born, Chuck? Buy low, sell high. 1920. 1920. Barry. 1939. 39. 28. 28 for the point. 30. Oh, Mr. Jonathan. The whole key. The whole Whoa. key is you it? write it down before you hear the answer. Okay, today is the birth date of Cameron Diaz. Is an American actress and former model. She rose to prominence during the 1990s in a role, The Mask, um, My Best Friend's Wedding. There's something about Mary. Other profiles include Charlie's Angel Films and uh, Any Given Sunday, Night and Day, uh, Green Hornet, Bad Teacher. Forbes ranked Diaz as the richest Hispanic female, and uh, she had a long relationship with Matt Damon, with Justin Timberlake, New York Yankees baseball player Alex Rodriguez. There's one for you, Barry. Diaz is unmarried with no children and the richest Hispanic woman in the world. Born today, what do you got, Barry? 1973. 1973. Mr. Jonathan. 68. And Barry, I don't know. What's 73? 73 is over by one. Mr. Jonathan is running away with it. Oh, 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 he changed his answer. Don't change your answer. And uh, today is Robert Parrish's birthday. Robert Parrish. Chief. Do you know who that is, Barry? Uh, Basketball player, Boston Celtics. Yes, he is. He's the chief. He helped uh, the Boston Celtics win three NBA championships from 81 to 86, named to nine NBA All-Star teams, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was born today, Robert Parrish. And what do you have, Mr. Jonathan? 1958. 58. And Barry? 63. 63. 1960. And you're all over. 1953. Wow. Last but not least, today is Michael Chiklis's birthday. Oh, he yeah. was born in Lowell, Massachusetts, and grew up in Andover, Massachusetts. Uh, TV's best known as a detective in the FX The Shield and the Commissioner. He was the commish. As Tony Scali, ABC's Commish, he uh, he also played in a TV show that was only a pilot. It was unsold. Uh, of two guys, Fat Nicky and No Luck Sal. I'm bringing this up because it was a TV show that was called Maverick Square, and it was filmed in Maverick Square, East Boston, directly across from the new Two Guys Smoke Shop that happened way back in that day. This is in oh. the '80s. And it, it, the pilot aired one time, and it was never actually picked up. But that was his big start, Maverick Square. Wow. Uh, Michael Chiklis, born today. Chuck, what do you got? I have 1940. 1940. 63. 63. 58. 63 for two points. Oh, nice. Barry coming Barry on strong, wow. but not strong enough because Mr. Jonathan is the champion. Mr. Jonathan, congratulations to you today. Thank you. Uh, this classic day in American history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Nice and cigar. Um, also, uh, yesterday, uh, and I know he's a listener, I want to say happy birthday to Cigar Craig. Celebrated yes. his birthday yesterday. And if he stopped by Two Guys Smoke Shop, any Two Guys Smoke Shop, on his birthday, he would have received a free cut and light on a special happy birthday cigar. 
come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop on your birthday. That's Salem, Seabrook, and Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday. And we will be so honored to cut and light a free birthday cigar for you. So come by and do that. So what do we got in the mailbag? Well, in the mailbag, we have uh, a perfect uh, connection to our next segment. This is from Tim Hodge, H-O-G-G-E. And Tim says, hi, guys. I love the show, and I've been listening every week for about two years now. Of course, I went back to the archives and listened to every show from the beginning. We're sorry. (laughs) And I apologize for those early shows. We were doing the best we could at that time. But uh, thank you, Tim, for doing that. My daughter is getting married in about a month, and I would love to hear Chuck do a segment on being more debonair as a father of the bride in general wedding etiquette. Thank you. Please don't stop doing the show. We plan on continuing to do that. Thank you, Tim. But that takes us to Chuck Morrison. And while you're enjoying life till its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman. This is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. David, brilliant segue into today's gentleman way. It's dedicated to Tim. How to be more debonair as the father of the bride and also some general wedding etiquette. Now, the father of the bride is an all-important role in the wedding. Besides walking your daughter down the aisle during the wedding ceremony, you also have a lot of additional responsibilities throughout the wedding itself. Paying for it. (laughs) Here is a list of debonair expectations for father of the bride. Number one is to make a toast at the rehearsal dinner to congratulate the bride and groom and welcome the groom side of the family. Next up is to stand in the receiving line next to the bride during the wedding reception. Good placement for the father of the bride and also a good greeting area again to greet guests as they come in. Next up is to, again, this is just a debonair recommendation for you, Tim. Make a brief speech during the wedding reception to congratulate the bride and groom and perhaps offer some words of wisdom, some words of advice for the future couple. Not the toast like the best man would do, but... Correct. Yes. Uh, To participate in an official father-daughter dance during the wedding reception. Sure. Um, Again, when you're making a toast or speech, speak from the heart. Guests in the wedding couple will appreciate a traditional toast from the father of the bride that expresses sincere thoughts and emotions. Doesn't have to be scripted. Doesn't have to be long and detailed from the heart to the point. Yeah, get yourself a little choked up. That's right. Today's point, be positive. The traditional toast is not the time to bring up age-old disputes, roasting, or insensitive stories. Remember, it's the wedding's couple's day, and you want to keep the mood and spirit upbeat. Lastly is to keep it short, although the traditional toast is your time as father of the bride to congratulate the bride and groom and perhaps offer some advice, spending just a few minutes to speak should be plenty of time to say what you want without taking over the show. 
That's the Debonair Wary. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Absolutely. Absolutely. Congratulations to you, Tim. I hope you enjoy the day. It's a very short day. It seems like uh, all the preparation for the weddings and stuff is so long. And I disjockeyed weddings many, many times. Jonathan, you continue to do yep. it. And, um, you know, the, the bride is very, very nervous. It's her day. Mm. You know, even though the, the groom is there and it seems like it's his day, too, it's not. No. It's her day. And, um, you know, she's going to be nervous about it. And you just stay upbeat is the, is the key to that whole thing. And you as the disc jockey, you try to keep them upbeat the whole time. Oh, don't worry about a thing. Have fun. Just yeah. have fun. I got it. I got it. You know, and that, that was a big thing as a disc jockey that, um, you know, I would go there and I would know that the, the girl's out of her mind, mm-hmm. you know, thinking everything's going to get messed up. And I said, whatever she said, I let her say it. I got it. Get it out of your mind. Consider it done. It's yeah. over. You know, and the father should be doing the same thing and the mother and everything. And nobody needs, oh, did you see that? We didn't get the uh, antipasto in time. You know, none of that stuff. Just You like, notice how, like, the mother kind of gets screwed? Like, it's all about the father of the bride. What, what about the mother of the bride? It's still yeah, their yeah. kid, you know? It's, it's the one time I think the, the, the husband gets, uh, yeah. gets a little yeah. recognition. The, the old, um, you know, football analogy of the, the, the uh, father brings the kid up and takes him to, to practice as a little kid and pop Warner and teaches him and out in the yard playing football with him all the time. And the, the kid gets there and he gets to the big game and he, he makes it as a pro and he's at the top and he... You know, they hike the ball, and the quarterback throws, and he goes running down the other end, and he reaches his arms up in the air. He grabs it, and he pulls the thing down, and he gets the first touchdown, and the camera zooms into him, and what comes out of his mouth? Thank you, Mom. Hi, Ma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby right there. Yeah, and it's like, really? You know, and I've seen it so many times it happened. I go, the father's got to be like, oh, you've got to be kidding. Well, yeah. let's, let's also not forget that the mother of the bride had her special day when it was her wedding. And this is Dad's chance to kind of have his day a little bit, a little time in the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to have your day. We're doing this blind taste test, and this is for you, the consumer. And we've done the show, as we said, four and a half years. We never told you to buy anything. We're telling you to buy this so that you can participate in the shows that are coming up on the Cigar Authority. Because we're going to go through this. And we don't want to bore you. We want you to be involved in it also. If you don't, you can still have fun listening to the show anyway. But this is, this is the, the icing This on is the, the answer here. for the people that say, we would like to know in advance what you're smoking. Yeah. And yeah. this the, is it. The thing is, we're not supposed to know what was smoking. The problem that's happening already, the idea was that I had to put the thing together so I know what, what the cigars are going to be. And I knew the pairing that I wanted to do it because I don't want a strong cigar against a mild cigar or anything like that. And I just want to keep everything so that everything has a fair and equal chance to end up something winning, mm. whatever's going to win. And it's brackets, like the college football bracket type thing is how it goes. So I put the thing together, and with the help of Ed Santa Maria at the other store, we uh, placed the orders and stuff, although Mr. Jonathan is the buyer. Well, when stuff goes through the computer system or whatever, Mr. Jonathan's seeing what the hell somebody mm-hmm. ordered 20 boxes of Brand X Robusto. I didn't order these. And now he's starting to make calls saying, I didn't order these. No, no, no. We ordered some cigars. And he's starting to see yep. cigars that are going through. And what my hope was was to not even let Dave know that I knew. Yeah. And I slipped last week when I was producing, <laughs> and I said out loud that I know. 
because I do. Yeah, so he's seeing stuff come through. So he's I don't not going to do pairing. He's I don't know what's one. paired with what, but I know I have a, a rough idea of what the those eight, the eight cigars, cigars are. are. Yeah. So what you're going to end up getting is um, on the first round, you're going to get eight cigars numbered one through eight. The second round, and people are asking, we got a lot of questions, uh, what are the cigars worth? Well, we don't know what the cigars are going to be worth because one versus two, let's assume we have a, a $7 cigar and a $10 cigar. One versus two and the $10 cigar wins, well, automatically the second round that goes out is going to be more valuable. And then yeah. if it goes to the end, the expensive cigar, and we've done this before, and Davidoff actually took the, the win. And we had a, a believe, $15 cigar go all the way through, so they got it three times. So we don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you this. The first round that goes out, if you were to buy those cigars from us and have them sent to you, it would be more than $80 for the first eight cigars. So that's all we and know. on top of that, you're going to get the next, whatever the winners are, yep. you're going to get four, the next four. and then two. And then two. So you've got six more cigars you're, coming. Yeah. You're well over the $99. It, if you go by the average price of 10 that's another 60 plus the shipping. So you, you, you're getting. Right. Yeah. You're, believe me, we wouldn't do this. And at the end of the thing, we ended up making out. The whole idea is we're asking for your help uh, to go through this process. And uh, we're going to end up knowing what people's to- taste profiles really yeah. alike, what they like, because we taste cigars without bands on them, we go into the factories. And I have to, I know I like milder cigars, and I like this type of profile. I know Barry doesn't like certain things and all that stuff. What really matters is you. We got to know what you like, the consumer. And when bands are on it, you think you like what you, you know, if, if I made a cigar that didn't have that band on it, you don't like that cigar. So I want to know taste profile of what it is. Now, what you get out of this is not only a good deal on the cigars, but you get to go through the process, and you're going to learn something yourself. Believe me, at the end of this thing, you're going to appreciate cigars and appreciate nuances of cigars and things that you taste of cigars that's going to happen. So Now, there, you, there was an issue, by the way, and, and uh, Barry, you were able to rectify this. Uh, there was a lot of people that went on to the site to buy the cigars, and they were turned away because we did say the $99 includes shipping. And there was a glitch in the website that didn't allow us to take it off, so we would have to remove it afterwards before the card was rung. Now it doesn't appear on there at all anymore, correct? So we it's were just, able to get rid of that, so now the free shipping shows up from the get-go. Right, yeah. from the get-go. But it was so no shipping were, anyway. There's no right. shipping on it. If you, were, if you were confused by that or you thought you were going to have to pay shipping, you know. it's the $99 covers everything, soup to nuts, all 14 cigars shipped to you, or uh, lots of people are electing to pick it up in their, in their store. Yeah, yeah, which is okay, too. Save us on the shipping. Yeah. And you're not going to get any deal or anything. You're still going to make out, believe me. Uh, but um, we'd love you to try it. Go to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see the link there. It'll take you over to, unfortunately, this uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop, which is going to process your credit card, is going to ring up as Two Guys Smoke Shop. Right? Correct. We have no other choice. There was no choice on that. We wanted to do it. To, with the yeah. way the laws are written right now, man. <sighs> Tobacco licenses. Oh and then God. the next thing you know, it's interstate things. Mm. It's crazy. You wouldn't believe after we get done with what's in, what we're in the middle of, we'll tell the story of yeah. what's going on with that. Wow. Uh, let's get past. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insist not. So, uh, <laughs> and, and the issue may be that Barry ends up seeing boxes and boxes of cigars pouring in. And Honestly, I can't, uh, no slight to you, Barry, but he's got his head buried in the computer. And we get so many boxes of everything coming in, he wouldn't know that, yeah. uh, you know, 30-box order of one thing is too much. 
I yeah, don't yeah. think. Yeah, when they get 10 boxes in off the truck, I'm not really looking to jump up to help them. So Yeah, true story. Well, <laughs> you, you should. You should. That's why you're there. But, hey. Um, all right, so anyway, that's the um, $99. It is the blind taste test. Uh, you have up until September 15th. You've got two weeks yep. um, to do it. After that, we are going to ship it out. And you can't buy it after it's going. It will right. be the sense. There's, there's no way to do it. Yeah, so uh, we're going to leave it up to 500 max. No more than 500 um, that we'll set out. We can certainly do less, but we can't do more. So that's going to be the end of that. And uh, we, we um, this is not to try to hurt a cigar brand. It's not to try to help a cigar it's brand. It's not to try to figure out what the cigar is either. Yeah, that's not the game either. You can play that little game at the end because, of course, we're going to end up telling you at the end what everything was. But the whole idea is to see what uh, taste profile yeah. uh, most people like and what ends up coming. And a lot of surprises end up happening. We've done this twice before, five years ago and ten years ago. So here we go again, and we're going to try it again. And uh, believe me, it's not a high profitable thing or anything. Even if it works out that the lowest price of guys do it, it is, it's not what it's about. So uh, believe me. Uh, We'll see how it goes through and see how it plays out, um, and um, maybe you'll learn something. So I hope you enjoy it, and uh, please uh, get on there and give it a shot. Right now, it's time to go into the aging room. You might regret that statement. I certainly do, and uh, we just smoked the aging room cigar, but here is Old Fat Freddy with a pole. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, the kids go to the hookah bar and each have their own puffer. In my day, everyone shared Peter's puffer because he was the only one with a peace pipe in town. Nowadays, bugs are kept out of telephone poles by the thick black tar that they are infused with. In my day, at the first sight of termites, you carefully built a fire and smoked them out, being very careful not to burn the damn things down. Nowadays, bagpipes are mass-produced out of modern materials, and people of many different heritages are learning how to play them. In my day, only the most respected true Scots owned and played the bagpipe, which was made out of animal skins and whale bones. We were peter-puffing, pole-smoking men who respected anyone that played the skin flute. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. I know you're expecting some funny little quip to end this segment, but... I think I said all I need to say at this point. Yes, he did. What do you think? I think so for sure. Yeah. The funniest thing, if you watch on the video as the thing's going, I'm shaking my head no as it's going, and he's shaking his head yes. Yeah. And it happens. Get some. Yeah. Get some, Freddie. <laughs> Old Fire Freddie. We're going to go to break. And uh, because I have nothing to add to what Old Fire Freddy said, so I think it's best. He just said go. it all. And uh, when we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum for some insane news. We got the best tweets of the week from Recluse Cigars. We got some inside cigar news with Barry Stein. And we're going to wrap up this cigar, a $4 cigar, a Zahn. We'll tell you uh, the tasting profile of it and what exactly we think of this cigar when we come back. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, this is Cigar Smoker Citizen Steve Sockett. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Floor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we'll be with Eric Newman pretty soon. we got the uh, Diamond Crown Experience going down there October 18th, where we're going to broadcast live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. Hopefully it's still in operation. We'll see what the FDA does with that. And uh, we have uh, inside news with Barry right now, so we're going to go to Barry Stein and see what's going on in the cigar world. Inside news with Barry Stein. This week, the Nebraska Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional for cigar bars and cigar shops to get an exemption on the state smoking ban. The ruling means it is now illegal to smoke in either of these locations. Even if an appeal is granted, the state has said it will not issue new licenses to operate a cigar bar. Cigar shops will be able to remain in business. However, customers will no longer be able to light up inside. And they say that is unconstitutional. I would say it's unconstitutional not to allow them to smoke in there. Yeah, the right to pursue happiness. And I would say when they signed the Constitution, they were smoking while they were signing it. Right. Definitely. And the biggest issue with this is it now sets precedence for other states to follow. So I recommend we have to make a lawsuit against that. And we have to, because unconstitutional, they bring, dear, dear bring up that unconstitutional. It's actually unconstitutional not to allow them to do it. Yeah, you're a How can they you're possibly say in, that? You want to do it. Obviously, everyone there wants to be there. We don't have any employees that we make work yep. on the floor. We don't make them smoke cigars. They like to smoke cigars. We don't make the customers come in. They like to come in. And they're adults, and they're acting on their own free will. And where that's what we're losing in this country. When, when does that happen? Is that it's actually right now? They're all the liquor licenses with tobacco licenses expire October 31st, and that'll be it. No way! Yep. No way! And the thing is, this was all started by a guy who owned a pool hall, whose customers were no longer allowed to smoke while playing pool. So he was upset that other companies were able to get uh, removed from the uh, from the ban. So he decided, like, if I'm not happy, nobody could be happy. And he sued that it was unconstitutional. And that, folks, is well, what Well, we maybe it's unconstitutional not to allow him to, to not allow him to be able to do it when other people can do it. I've always said offer people a license to allow smoking in the shop and leave it up to the owner. And it should be for zero. You don't make money off it either. Nobody's forcing anybody to go to an establishment where there's smoke. No, that's crap, man. And then a really quick thing is LaFleur Dominicana is being sued by Connecticut Valley Tobacconist. The issue at hand is Connecticut Valley Tobacconist owning a brand called Mysterioso versus LaFleur Dominicana's Mysterio. Connecticut Valley complains that the names confuse the customers, and they have also included a tobacconist named Harry's located in Pennsylvania in the lawsuit since they sell both products. Wow. Wow. Mysterio's been around a long time. And first off, that isn't the name of the brand. It's LaFleur Dominicana and the line 
is Mysterio. And if you look at it, you can and confusing of the two. You know, and I know that's what trademark is all about. Are you confused? He should be lucky if he's confused. Yeah. If, if his brand, if yeah, can, there's so, no way that he's selling more of those than they're selling Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. the cigars don't even look anything alike. So, so what's going to happen? Are they going to court? Or they go into court, and the one leg he has to stand on is Lafleur. Actually, um, according to the lawsuit, requested the trademark for Mysterio, and they were denied. But they still went ahead with the line anyway. Ah, so they saw they couldn't do it, and they did it anyway. Yeah. What, what a waste of money. The only people that make money are the lawyers on that. But, uh, wow. Okay. Uh, That's news. It would be nice to have some good news. Good news brought to you by the Cigar Authority. Bad news, Gary yeah. Stein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, why don't we take a peek into social media right Let's now? Let's do sure. that. That's our friends from Recluse. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw all week. I hate it when I'm in a hurry at the bank and I draw the really chatty cashier. What kind of gun is it? How many bullets does it hold? Does it come in different colors? Yeah. <laughs> I'm posing nude for an art class. No one asked me to. Actually, I think they're making ceramic bowls. <laughs> Roadside sobriety tests are getting ridiculous. Last night, I had to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> I'm starting a magazine for women called Period. Oh, I will send it out late from time to time just to freak out my subscribers. <laughs> Sorry, Chuckles. Oh, that was great. And the best tweet I saw all week, what horrific suggestions were vetoed in order to feel comfortable with Vagisil being the best choice? Uh, yeah. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Recluse cigar. Eight-legged freak. The eight-legged freak. The recluse cigar. Yeah, great with that cigar. guy. Yeah. So we are smoking Azan. 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 And what is it called again? The Azan. Burgundy line. Burgundy line. And this is the Robusto we're smoking. Yes, sir. All sizes. Don't go any higher than 50 ring gauge. Yep. But the amazing price of $4 per cigar. It's pretty amazing. Uh, what's amazing is the um, what we have coming up on the Cigar Authority. I mean, show after show, we're hitting the road. Next week's show, we are taping. And we're going to tape it on Friday. Friday around noon-ish. Noon-ish. That we're doing the CANH Golf Tournament. This is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. You wonder why the tax rate is so low, zero here in the state. It's because of the people from the CANH fighting. It's a nonstop battle. We get together all the time, the retailers in New Hampshire, when we fight. You as a retailer, whatever state you're in, you need to get an association together. If you need help from the IPCPR, reach out to them. They'll help you form the organization. Without it, you are in jeopardy. And crazy stuff like that happens. No smoking in there. You've got to be on top of it. It's part of our business, unfortunately. Selling cigars and buying cigars is not the whole business. Legislative is. It's too bad, but it's true. Um, then we uh, are going the um, two days later after that Friday show. We're having a uh, the Camacho Full Throttle event. 
that is happening at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Camacho's coming in with a motorcycle and the big trucks, and they're going to do arm wrestling. And we have a special guest um, chef coming here for that day. Yes, we do. Barry Stein will be on the grill. Grilling and chilling. Hopefully our insurance is paid just in case there's any uh, food sickness. Well, I just cook everything well done, and you're all set. And I'm looking forward to a taping of the show also happening on Thursday, September 11th. So we're going to have a few uh, tape shows. Uh, September 11th is a Thursday night. We're going to go on about 6 p.m. Hopefully that's our game plan uh, to be aired on the 13th, so September 11th. And if you're anywhere in the Southern Connecticut area, we are going to be at a place called Mickey Blake's. And Mickey Blake's, I've been hearing a lot of talk of over the past couple of years that this is the premier place of Connecticut uh, because they have golf simulators in there. They have a great staff. They have a great selection of cigars. I have never been there. Barry, you've been there. I've been there a few times. Okay, so I'm looking forward to it anyway. I I bumped into the folks at La Fleur de Minicana's factory of all places, and um, they invited us there. We're going to take them up on it. And that'll be on September 11th, the Thursday night, and we'll do the show from there. Joining us at that show is uh, Fratello Cigars. Nice. nice. So uh, we'll see him there and um, light up a Fratello for sure. Uh, after that, we're going to go blind. We're going to start with the um, on the 20th show, tasting of uh, cigar number one versus cigar number two. And uh, we'll be doing that during a Zing event with... We're going to give our customers uh, swords and stuff. Because you can do that in New Hampshire. Because you can. So so we're looking forward to that and lots more. Uh, We have a mailbag. Let's go to the mailbag, uh, Mr. Jonathan. All right. We need to get a bumper music for the mailbag. we got Barry's uh, thing going on. All right. Uh, The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dave. Yes. This can't be good. I appreciate your mention of one of my favorite events, Shark Week. However, the main reason so many people were upset was because of Discovery Channel's trend beginning last year of broadcasting faux documentaries yeah. like Submarine. Submarine does not exist. Wow. It was a I creation saw I saw that one. simply to suck in viewers. Suck it upsets in. Shark Week diehards who are always interested in learning more and more real science about sharks and seeing real footage. These cheap tactics Discovery has been using of making up fake documentaries and having supposed shark experts, actors, Mm -hmm. talking about these monster or prehistoric sharks, which are fake, are targeting people. And one supposed expert even said submarine is hunting the shark's favorite food, humans. Shark Week has spent years furthering the real science and education about how sharks really behave and dispelling shark myths and then confuses people who think these fake documentaries are real by giving the opposite information. It would be like your show where you and Mr. Jonathan have been spending years furthering education and focusing on giving people info about real science about cigars and smoking, suddenly broadcasting a fake interview about some new study that confirms people are dropping dead from secondhand smoke. Please don't do that. Brian Meredith from Redondo Beach, California. All right, Brian. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for the meal bag. Anybody, uh, you got anything to uh, chime in here? That's the way to do it on um, the Cigar Authority. Just... uh Send us an email, and we'll include you in there. Right now, it's time to take a peek into crazy news. Take a peek into the asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's asylum. Scientists from the University of Exeter say that a compound found in the smell of human flatulence might someday be useful in mitigating the cell damage responsible in part for certain diseases. The study, published in a recent issue of the Journal of Medical Chemistry, examined the impact of hydrogen sulfide gas, which humans produce in small amounts during digestion, on a cell's mitochondria. Although the gas is noxious in large doses, scientists found that the cellular exposure to small amounts of the compound may in fact prevent mitochondrial damage. This could have future implications in the prevention of strokes, arthritis, heart disease, among other things. In summation... Whereas a full-on Dutch oven can be quite dangerous and even fatal, ripping one under the covers and then waving the blankets could actually be saving your wife's life. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me My apologies away. to Tom Mazuka and all the folks at Asylum Cigars. <laughs> Tom's coming up October 4th. Yes, he is. Try to work on that one particular so we don't lose an advertiser. We're trying to gain advertisers. Well, I had, I had that conversation with Tom as I did with Rafael Nadal. I said, listen, Tom, we're kind of pushing the envelope with Asylum. He says, I know. I listen every week. <laughs> he travels a lot, so he has the show just downloaded to his phone. And uh, he loves it, so we're good. <laughs> These are men, men, guys, guys, right? And uh, you know, we did that piece on asylum about the uh, unfortunate mishap with the Dutch oven, and I thought this would be a nice little way to say, you know what? Maybe don't Dutch oven because it's yeah. dangerous. But right. we want to save our wives. They they could get cancer or something. I mean, we want to take care of them. Here we go. I saved you this morning. I'm 52 minutes into the azan. Yeah. Four dollar cigar. What's wrong with this? Nothing. What's right with it? It's, everything is right. I'm getting notes of coffee and roasted peanuts. And if I were to rate this cigar, I would go with cheap trick. I want you to want me. That's your rating. That's my rating. Yes. So this is, this is where you're going, where you're going with this. Yeah, well, what would you go with? I would go with Barry. What do you have for a rating on the cigar? Well, for me, the cigar reminds me of a Sfigliatelli, which is uh, an Italian pastry. Uh, it's also known as a lobster tail. Yeah. There's, uh, oh. sugar. <laughs> that is a good th- There's some right sugar-glazed um, taste to this. And uh, I'm giving it a 90 rating. Nice. Mr. Jonathan, just for you, this is the eye of the tiger. Really? Because a Roberto Duran was like a boxer. That's the other Roberto Duran. This I know, but that's all I can remember. It. That's all I can remember is Roberto Duran. In Eye of the Tiger. This is a half Chinese, half Cuban. Uh, Cuban with a name Roberto Duran like the boxer. And that's all I can think of. So it's the Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, this show just went down yeah. the toilet. <laughs> I'm still thinking of Mike's pastries right now. The lobster yes, tail. The lobster tail. Oh. I'm actually shocked that I was able to pronounce the Vigliatelli. Brilliant. So I was pr- a little shocked. You pronounced so. something on your asylum thing that, you know, you must have practiced a couple of times. 
some big word that was micro on something. Yeah, yeah. Mitochondria. Yeah. 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 I'm like, wow, this is a five dollar word if I ever heard. Well, it, it took me about eight minutes to figure out what it was, and then I knew how to say it. But mitochondria, I've never seen it spelled before. Wow. So uh, looking forward to all the different um, events and promotions and things we have coming up. Um, we have a Golden Band Award dinner uh, from the Golden ba- Davidoff Golden Band Cigar. It's going to be September 24th. This is just a few weeks away. The summer is gone, and we're going to try to cram in some stuff in the fall because when the cold winter comes, Barry, you're going to see we're going to get lonely. And according to the, uh, what is it, the Farmer's, farmer's Almanac. We're going to get pounded. That's what they say. I don't believe it. I'm going to go. What a wonderful summer it was. People say it was a little cool and everything. No. It was absolutely perfect. I'll tell you this. The sunsets up here are gorgeous. I mean, I put a few pictures on my Facebook page, but the, the way the sunsets are up here doesn't compare to anywhere else in the world. It doesn't make you gay that you do that. <laughs> it makes me fabulous. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're fabulous, all right. Uh, we're doing uh, October 12th, Columbus Day, Sunday, October 12th, uh, Man's Best Friend. You come uh, to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You bring your dog on the leash. That is your ticket. You will get a free cigar. No free-roaming dogs. We you don't want any problems. hot dogs. You will get free dog treats for your dog, and we're going to spend a couple hours out in the parking lot and with, with our best friend, our cigars, and our uh, um, dogs. Are you going to bring uh, Dean? Dean Martin's coming. Yeah, baby. He is coming. Do you even own a leash for Dean Martin? I do. All I right. do. He, when, you, when you put the leash on him, he grabs a piece of the leash and walks himself <laughs> holding the leash. It's the craziest thing. He does it every time. You can put the leash down. He walks himself. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, he's cool. He's the best. <laughs> he's a little overweight, but so what? I know what you're thinking. He's working on it. He's working on it. <laughs> uh, we have Pete Johnson coming in from Tatuai Cigars. Um, we got him on October 11th, the day before the walk the dog. I know he's into dogs himself. and maybe, go, he maybe, sticks, maybe he sticks around. Maybe he sticks around for a day and uh, rubs my dog's belly or something like that. He would love that. So uh, we got the Diamond Crown Experience coming October 18th. We're going to do that. It's going to be a live show. It's on Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. We're going to go live at 12 noon. So and we're going to do it from the boardroom, I guess. Yes. yes. Yeah. Where they want to get Wi-Fi and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Rocky Patel Prohibition event. Uh, not a, uh, an easy cigar to get hold of. Uh, it's a little bit limited, there, although it is going to be ongoing is what they're saying. Yeah. This, uh, is, this is coming in Mason Jazz. Go ahead, say it. Yeah. yeah. Your, that was your idea. Yeah. And the new brand manager, uh, Jessica Tynan, will be there for that. You're, you're looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking you forward to that. You are into the ladies, huh? Big time. I right. wish I could do that. I just like men. Yeah, the amazing thing about these young ladies is they stay the same age and Barry gets older. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, uh, and we'll look forward to revealing the blind taste test. If you guys get in on that blind taste test on November 22nd, will be the full reveal of everything that was tasted during that. And then the following week, we will come up with the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Not only is the summer over, it looks like the, the year is almost over. It's just flying by it's like crazy. The, like the show did. The show, yeah. went, show went by quick. Um, we'll be also giving away a snowblower that... Uh Black yeah, Friday. Black yeah. Friday. Black yeah. Friday. We're going to give a snowblower away. This is welcome to New, New England. Welcome yeah, to New Hampshire. It's definitely a learning experience, yeah. I'll tell you that. So uh, it's a change of the seasons. You'll get forward. You'll get used to it. You'll you'll like it. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. We, uh, uh, you know, we, we're looking for uh, advertisers for the show. We're looking for people to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. 
um, Instagram, all those things. We got we got to get those things up because I know that's what the manufacturers look at. That was uh, the interesting thing we wanted to bring to everyone's attention. That uh, as we were seeing that Oz wasn't growing so much and looked into it, that um, everything isn't what it appears to be. So be careful out there in everything. Everything isn't as it appears to be. So this is, the, this is the takeaway from the show today anyway. Next week, as I said, we're taping Friday at about noon from the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's Golf Tournament. Uh, there'll be uh, lots of cigar reps out there and lots of different cigars. And uh, we'll see Mr. Jonathan Connie, I'm sure, will be there. And uh, Jeremy Soares listening, listening to the show, too. Uh, he'll be there. Uh, so for this show and uh, every Cigar Authority show, thank you for listening. It's absolutely free and worth every penny. For Mr. Jonathan, for Barry Stein, for Chuck Morrison, and for myself, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And uh, when you're smoking your Roberto Durand, Azad, always remember, not only, it's two things. Keep the lid end out of your mouth and keep in mind, life's a breeze when you're Portuguese. That's for you, Jeremy Source. Okay. We'll See you, you next week. next week. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.